Are you wondering about where to start with holistic healing? Do you want to connect further to your body? Do you want to connect further with your intuition and learn how to trust yourself more? Are you curious about how our inner cycles as humans mirror the cycles in nature? In today's episode on Root Awakening, a health podcast, we are talking with Viani Lee. Viani is a certified life and success coach as well as a menstrual cycle alignment expert. Viani helps people with periods, particularly online coaches and consultants and service-based entrepreneurs with energy draining period problems put energy management at the forefront so they can awaken to their period power and reignite their creativity, leadership, and authentic authority. And Viani is also the founder of Status Flow Collective, which is an education, empowerment, and coaching business. Status Flow Collective helps to transform and elevate your life through the power of your period. And Status Flow's mission is to challenge and disrupt the status quo of menstrual cycles. I have taken one of Yanni's trainings and she literally changed my life with how I connected to my body and I still use the practices that she taught me to this day. Viani is such a magical person and what she has done with Status Flow is started a collective awakening to spread awareness about how to connect with our bodies further and therefore find this incredible innate power that we've been taught to ignore for most of our lives. Her lessons, her energy, her transformation sparks us to find our own magic too. This is kind of how she describes the collective awakening that she is achieving with Status Flow, which is so cool. We get further into this in this episode, and I'm going to segue straight into this important piece of the puzzle here. This information is so valuable no matter what gender identity you are. We all benefit by knowing more about how inner cycles work in the human body and what that means for folks who have periods. Everyone has someone with a period in their lives and trust me, trust me on this one, you will understand them so much more if you soak in the lessons that Vianney has for us in this episode. And Vianney and I talk about so many other topics besides menstrual cycles in this episode. I am not messing around when I say that everybody is going to love this episode because you are. It's an awesome episode. It's a super far out conversation. So what are we going to be talking about in this episode? In this episode, Viani tells us how she naturally healed her symptoms of PMDD, which is a hormone-based mood disorder, by making a holistic lifestyle change and utilizing hypnotherapy. She tells us about how burning out and PMS is not normal, despite what society tells us. She teaches us about how society limits our knowledge about how our natural cycles work as human beings. She also explains how feeling guilty about rest is preventing you from healing and she tells us about how to move from guilt to surrender. Vianney and I talk about how to trust yourself and your inner voice more and how to use that skill to unlock more power within yourself. Vianney also tells us about how seasons relate to the phases of the menstrual cycle. So you're going to learn not only what the phases of the menstrual cycle are, but you're also going to learn what each phase's corresponding season is. Folks, utilize this information, whether it's you trying to connect more with yourself or you trying to connect to a loved one, it's super valuable. 
And towards the end of the episode, Vianney tells us about her recent experiences with Kundalini activation. We start talking about sensuality at the end of this episode, so it's a super dynamic episode. Vianney rules, and she was just a wonderful person to interview. The conversation lit me up. I felt super connected with her. So let's get into this so you can light up too. This is Root Awakening Health Podcast. My name is Emily Kosick. I am the CEO of Root Awakening and an intuitive health coach, and I help you hear what the universe wants to tell you about how to heal. Yay. I thank God every day that this is my job. You can follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. If you want to message me personally and say hi, you can. You can do that on Instagram. I'd be happy to hear from you. Tell me what you think about this episode. Tell me what you think about the podcast as a whole. I am always happy to connect with you. And I serve my clients through intuitive body readings. So my intuitive body readings are one-to-one sessions over Zoom where I use my third eye to read your body and will listen to what the universe or source or God or spirit, whatever you want to call it, wants me to communicate about what you need to know in order to heal. When I do an intuitive body scan, I see my client's bodies basically as pretty anonymous outlines, and that outline is usually glowing blue or white. I then see different parts of the body light up in certain colors, depending on the person. Sometimes I move through body organs. Sometimes I move, I've moved up an esophagus before in these visions, in these scans. And when different parts of the body lights up, that tells me about where the healing needs to happen. So what lights up and what color that body part is when it lights up tells me about where and how and why my client needs to heal. So in these intuitive body reading sessions, I will communicate to you any combination of the following, where healing needs to happen, how healing needs to happen, where blockages are in the body, how to start addressing traumas, and how to start addressing physical pain. My guides give me all of this information, so these readings are 100% channeled and 100% spirit. Oracle cards may also be pulled depending on what I sense is the most meaningful use of time for our session. And you can book these 30-minute or 60-minute readings with me. Head to the link in my bio on Instagram to do that at emilys.rootawakening and go ahead and book a reading. Okay, let's get into this interview with Vianney Lee, certified life and success coach, menstrual cycle alignment expert, and host of the Periods and Power Moves podcast. Hey folks, I'm in such a good place right now talking to Vianney Lee, who is joining us today on Root Awakening, a health podcast. We already had an amazing conversation and I'm just so excited to get into all of the topics that we would like to talk about today. It's going to be a really special episode. Vianney Lee is a certified life and success coach, as well as a menstrual cycle alignment expert. And Vianney is the founder of Status Flow Collective, which is an education, empowerment, and coaching business. Status Flow Collective helps to transform and elevate your life through the power of your period. And Status Flow's mission is to challenge and disrupt the status quo of menstrual cycles. Such a cool, empowering mission. So important. And, you know, I have known... 
I have been introduced to Vianney for about a year now. So I took one of Vianney's five days trainings. It was the Elevate and Transform Your Life training through your menstrual cycle. And she was really the first person who explained the importance of learning about menstrual cycles in a way that actually got me excited about tracking my period. I wasn't excited about that before. And I started to be like, whoa, this is like an amazing form of self-care. I had no idea. And Vianney's training got me keeping track of where I was at in my cycle every day and got me looking at my cycle as four seasons, which felt so empowering and so grounding to this earth. And we're going to get into these topics about the seasons as we get into the episode. But Viana, you were really the first person who talked about manifestation as well in a way that I truly understood. And up until that point, I was like, I really don't know what manifestation is. I know it's a good thing, but can I do it? Can everybody do it? And Viana, you, you really opened my eyes to how magical we are how magical we are and how magical menstrual cycles are. And we're going to get into that today. But Viani has really like shown me that no matter what your gender identity, it's so important to learn about this phenomenon and be able to connect with yourself or to be able to connect with someone else, another loved one in your life that has a menstrual cycle. So you can understand more about just human beings in general and the powers that we have. If it's you or if it's not you, it's powerful and it's important to recognize that. So Viani, it's such an honor to have you here with me today. Welcome to Root Awakening, a health podcast. Oh my goodness. I am just filled with so much love right now for that introduction and your passion behind how this work has shifted and changed you. And just hearing you just communicate that is just so powerful. And it just, oh, it just makes me feel so grateful to be able to do this because I love what I do and it just gets better and better and better. And the more people I'm able to, if it's just one person, right, you're just one person. It just really shows that it's all worth it. And, you know, you've unlocked something within yourself right now that you're going to help unlock within someone else. And that is the ripple effects. That is why we are here to make change on other people's lives. And I am here for it. I am so here for it. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) I'm so glad. And that's like, that is something that makes your trainings and your teaching so special because you feel that. I watched Vianney for like a couple, no, I knew that I wanted to get the training because I was like, there is something so special here with what she's teaching and the energy just radiates from you and we can feel that. And when we interact and view a magical being, it makes us realize how magical we are as well. And that's the life-changing part of it. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes to all of that. (laughs) (laughs) So Vianna, you have a really important story about how you started Status Flow Collective and the steps leading up to that. Whatever comes up for you, would you like to talk a little bit about how you got started? What brought you to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like we have so much exciting magical transformative things to talk about in this episode so I'm actually going to keep my like origin story quite short because you can listen to my origin story anywhere on my podcast and other people's podcasts so what actually happened was I never ever ever thought there was a connection between my mental health and my menstrual health it was just you know my period was just a thing that happened to me 
I thought I had no control over the actual experience of it. And I also thought that my cycle, my period were the same thing, which now I know that my period is just one small aspect of the magic that happens within the menstrual cycle experience. So in 2018, I was having quite an explosive year and it was explosive for multiple reasons. And it was also very expansive. So I got married that year. I hired two um, members of staff that year, but I wasn't working within this business now. I had been a makeup artist and a product development consultant and a trainer for 14 years in the makeup and beauty industry. And looking back at it now, it was a very, it was a very hard hitting role that I had. I was always on the go 24 seven long nights and early call times to be on set and all of this stuff. And yeah, I hired two trainee makeup artists to come and work alongside me. And that year, I just remember feeling to myself like something has to change, something has to change. But I didn't know what that was. And I just felt like I was experiencing lots of highs and lows, especially in my relationships. And my fiance at the time would always say to me, I feel like we're going around in circles all the time. Because we would have these huge blowout arguments where I would sink to really deep depths of depression and anxiety, lose interest in everything and everyone, really isolate myself. And... I didn't know that that was linked to my menstrual cycle. So fast forward after we got married, a couple of months after we got married, I had this night where I, again, I had like another breakdown, but this one was definitely a breakdown to break through because it really opened my eyes to what was about to happen to my life. So a couple of days after that, my mum came down to London and she was like trying to mediate the situation. And I just remember just sitting there, just so quiet, just like really still, just like what is happening to my life. I feel like I was just really helpless. And, you know, I could feel that my period was on its way. But again, the connection was not there. I was not listening to that that message that there's a signal, there's something wrong here. And I remember asking my mum, do did you ever have like severe PMS or painful periods? Because my pe- my periods were so painful. I had a hot water bottle strapped to my stomach for days on end I would crawl to the bathroom I would just lay in the bath and all of this stuff and um I she said to me she was like yeah they were severe but you know my mum's 67 very different time back then and also you know being a black woman as well it's like we just have to just muster on and just get on with this pain whatever it is and when she said that to me I was just like there's got to be something again my intuition right my intuition was like look a bit deeper, search a bit deeper. So I went online and just started typing in some of my symptoms and PMDD came up. So PMDD is a hormone-based mood disorder and it's just a negative reaction, or should I say, a dis- I don't like to use the word negative anymore, is a disempowering reaction to the natural fluctuation of our, of our hormones. So much so that people can mistake it for PMS, people can mistake it for bipolar disorder, but it, no, it's a it's a hormone-based mood disorder and it affects one in 20 women. And, you know, there's, there's, the, the symptoms are so severe that 15% of these women will attempt suicide. So when I was discovering this, I was like, I've never heard of this before. I had no idea what it was, how, you know, it came to be, if people were even talking about it, Right. So I decided to track, start tracking my cycle. That was the advice that I saw from doctors and clinical trials and reports that I read about PMDD. And I was to take that to my doctors for them to review after about two months, two to three cycles. 
I've just realized I'm like, I'm going to keep this story short, but here I am like, ah! we have all the time in the world, whatever you have time for, we have time for. <laughs> I took the trackers after two months of tracking my cycle and just thinking, okay, is this a thing? I've never engaged so deeply with myself before. And I was, I felt embarrassed. I felt a lot of guilt. I felt a lot of shame. I felt a lot of guilt for, you know, the disruption that I caused within my relationships, my family, my friendships, my business that I completely just came to a halt with, which was for a reason. And on that day that I took my, my trackers to my doctor, I brought my husband with me and I brought him with me as like a kind of, well, here you go. You can see someone here that can tell you that this is what I'm experiencing because you can't see what's going on inside. It's not like I've broken my arm or, you know, I've like dislocated my jaw, God forbid, or whatever it is. It's like, you can't see it. It's invisible. So I brought him as proof, right? That this is what was going on. And the doctor didn't even know what PMDD was. She was like, oh, let me Google this. So she Googled it in front of me. And I was like, okay, there's some sort of disconnect here with women's health and, you know, education and she referred me to a menstrual special a menstrual disorder specialist and you know fast forward what was that a couple of months later I was diagnosed with PMDD now it was such a relief because I was like okay this is the thing that I can actually put a name to it now but I'm not going to let it be me and it's funny because the the doctor at the time she said to me you know, these are your options. You can go on antidepressants. You can, we can, you know, um, drum up some medication for you. We can, you can just manage your symptoms by yourself. You know, it's going to be really tough, but you know, you know, people are doing it. And then I found out that there were women who were having hysterectomies to remove their uteruses so that they wouldn't have a period. And, you know, I'm not for or against any of them, but I just knew that my truth wasn't either of those options. Right my truth wasn't any of those options. And something just said to me, you've seen your mother heal, right? So my mum had breast cancer when I was 11 years old and I saw her completely change her life from changing the way that she ate, the way that she thought, you know, just encompassing this entire holistic revolution for herself. And I was just 11 watching this unfold. And, you know, she had a mastectomy and all of these things and she's still here with us today. And I think just witnessing that as a young child without even realizing that I would one day have to make a decision that I am capable of, you know, taking myself on a healing journey. I'm capable to heal my body. I can take my health back in my hands. Just because a medical professional has told you this is what it is, it doesn't have to be that way for you, right? So yeah, I went and I said no to everything. And I started this, it was like a remembering because, you know, like I've been through, you know, lots of self-care and self-development and spirituality and all of these things from such a young age. And it was just like, come home to yourself, come home to yourself, come home to yourself. And after five months of being diagnosed, I no longer had any more PMDD symptoms because of the variety of things that I tried. And one thing in particular, which I'm so passionate about now, which I went off and trained to master level as was hypnotherapy. Speaking to the subconscious mind to rewire, recode, reintegrate, empowering and truths about yourself and what you desire and what you want so that you can 
let go of the conscious mind thinking for you because the conscious mind isn't the one that's in control it's your subconscious mind and we can talk more about that as we go along but yeah so five months after diagnosis I had no more symptoms and I was like right I need to share this I'm I'm gonna share my story I'm going to speak on this and I want to help as many people as possible because I know people are suffering in silence and that is just no way to live yeah Oh my gosh. It's a super empowering story. It's a super empowering story and so important. We are taught to, it's such a touchy subject, but we are, we're taught to go to the doctor, listen to what they say and assume that we don't know anything about our body. Right. And in reality, we have so much more control than we think. Of course, it's good to do what you think is best for you always. Uh, and sometimes that includes taking your health into your own hands and empowering and uh, and feeling out your specific path. Your specific path is probably not going to look like everybody else's path. And that's great. We want it to be that. And Vianney, you're just such, it's such a beautiful example of that idea. So, I would really like to just touch on, talk about how the big change, you've made so many awesome transformations in your life and you mark a lot of these transformations with intuition. So you have, you, you mentioned that you could just feel that there is a higher, a higher power or your higher self, or just something deep inside of you is telling you you can get through this on your own and you don't need antidepressants and you don't need, you don't need to get a hysterectomy. So can you tell us a little bit about what that felt like for you as you were making these transformations, you knew something inside of you told you, this is your truth. This is where, where you should be going. What was that experience like? It's, it's, it's kind of difficult to verbalize it, but I'm going to just trust what comes up and what comes out because yeah, I, it's funny because we're told to follow our hearts. We're told to listen to our gut, listen to our intuition. But when that actually happens, many people, they shut it down. They think, oh no, that can't be true. I can't listen to that voice inside my head. That's just, you know, you know, and it's like, we are so much more than what we think we are. We are not here by random chance. We are here, like every single person is here for a reason. And it's like, I I suppose it's like finding that moment where you're able to see yourself in yourself and listen to that self because that self is the one that is guiding you. And I always say that this self is like either your higher self, it's your soul, it's your, your true expression, it's your essence, it's your divinity, right? And it's like, if I cannot trust myself, how can I trust, you know, the path ahead? How can I trust anyone? How can I trust anything if I cannot trust myself? And I think a lot of my work goes back to being able to just trust yourself, trust this experience of journeying through your, you know, working with your menstrual cycle, aligning with it as an experiment to find more trust within yourself, to come back home to yourself. And I suppose what it feels like when I have an intuitive hit, oh my God, like (laughs) I have so, I have so many of them. And it's funny because I have a gate of ideas in my human design 
Mm. And if you don't know about human design, it's absolutely fine. I'm not going to touch too much on it, but I have the gate of ideas, which means I am always flooded with ideas. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes need to be careful that I don't think I need to do all of these ideas by myself, right? Because that's not that's not collective expansion, is it? Like we're not here to just do everything by ourselves and get to the top. No, we're meant to be doing this together. So I suppose what it feels like is like, it's just like a little nudge or a little whisper, like do this, you need to do this. And it's not a place, it's not coming from a place of, oh my God, you need to do this right now. It's not It's not like antsy, it's not it's not fear it's it's led with so much love and it feels very calm I think that's the only way for me to describe it right now yeah but I totally get what you're saying and I think our listeners will too like we know that we all have that within us we just have to find it and that's Diani, like the way that I think about it is so similar when I get intuitive hits, like you say, I love, I love that intuitive hits. It feels like it's coming from a place of ever flowing joy. So even when stuff's going down and it's intense and it's scary, or you have a tragedy, there's still a place inside of you that has ever flowing joy. The same place that maybe says like, we're all like, I'm still here. I'm still able to experience this life. I'm still able to make changes or, or continue on with my life and that's the place that I feel that that I feel it's from and do you resonate with that too I just love how you just describe that as ever flowing joy oh I'm gonna credit you when I use that but I just love that ever flowing joy yes that's what it feels like it's like yeah that's it Right. And that's like, when you think about it, that's what divinity is. When you think about the universe or source or God, whatever you want to call it, it has that right in all religions. Like if you go to the baseline of that, or if you think about how we think about the universe in a spiritual perspective, it's always about just like constant calm, constant joy. And it's, it's kind of up to us to try to find that and forgive ourselves when we, when we lose sight of that, but try to find it again. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's like joy, it's bliss, it's trust, it's safety, it's it's everything. Yeah, totally. Mm, yeah, it's everything. So your intuition, well, okay, something that I really like that you said was that the seed of the idea to create Status Flow Collective was source, and you know that it was source. Can you tell us a little bit about that, either that 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 kind of production process inside of yourself or, you know, what you're working on within status flow? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just so glad you're asking me this question because I don't get asked this a lot at all. Or not, I don't think I've ever been asked this. So I love that. And it's making me go back to that place of what was happening at that time. What I do remember is that I just started writing down words. I was like, okay, so remember I came from that makeup industry. So I was like, okay, so how does, and I found out that, you know, makeup and personal care products can affect our hormones. And then I realized that, you know, our hormones control everything. So I was like, I was like writing down makeup, hormones, clean beauty, thinking that I'm still going to be staying in this beauty industry, right? So I was like, clean beauty, toxin free and I was just like mindset moods and then my first idea for this platform was called makeup minds and moods if you go back to my youtube channel you'll see that my my videos you know I use that instagram used to be called makeup minds moods right because I was like oh how your makeup affects your mind and how you can help out your mood and then it just expanded because I was like the makeup world 
although I, you know, I was so grateful to be able to create those levels of external transformation, I'm going deeper now. I'm doing internal transformation now. So I made a decision to let go of that career, which was very tough. Like I said, it was like 14 years, you know, everyone knew me as this makeup artist and this, you know, creative and, you know, it just built so much. So I made a decision. I was like, if I'm going to go all in on this, I need to let that go because I need to be able to make space for something new. So yeah, I just started writing. And it's funny because I look back on my childhood and what a lot of things I used to do that I, again, stopped doing. I used to write. I used to write poetry. I used to write a lot of things down. I used to just write my thoughts and turn them into books and all of this stuff. So I just started writing. And what started coming through was, you know, we have this power, right? If I'm able to feel these different biological shifts during each phase of my menstrual cycle, I'm not the only one, right? And I've been able to use it in a way that serves me now, that makes me feel good, that, you know, allows me to enjoy all parts of myself and not judge myself. You know, the goods, the the high levels of your energy during your ovulation and the low levels of your energy during your uh, luteal phase. And it's like, all parts are welcome here in this experience. Yeah, I feel like I've kind of gone off on a tangent, but, and yeah, and again, I announced it, what I do is when I've made a decision, I announce it publicly. So I'm like holding myself accountable. And that's what I did. And, you know, it just changed everything. I realized that people really wanted to hear this stuff. And it was just such a unique perspective that I just, yeah, it's just come up and out of me. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. And it's so ah, something that we know, like, I feel like if you have a menstrual cycle, you know that something is off in our society with how we're treated. Like we know that deep down, but we're just conditioned to be like, Oh, never mind. Everything is like hush hush. And we should just follow what's, what's already been set up for us about our menstrual cycle and the power that that brings us. It's not really power. It's an annoyance. Um, but that we know that's not balanced. We know that's not right. And it's so, yeah, so cool that you highlight that. And I love to Viani, how you say that you, you tell, you announce something. Can I ask what your human design type is? I'm a projector. Okay. So you want to inform when you have a new idea or no? No. So I have to wait for the invitation. Oh, the opposite. Yeah. So I have to wait for the invitation, but what I had a, an astrology reading at the beginning of the year and it was like a three hour reading. It was so amazing. Like all the things that she said, I'm like, I'm experiencing it now. And she said to me that, you know, part of me being here, even though it's so against how I thought I was, right? The old parts of me was to live a public life. Now, when I was working in the makeup industry, I never showcased anything about me or like my personal life too much anyway. It was always about the model or the event or, you know, it was just never about me. So being able to talk to a camera on Instagram was way out of my comfort zone. I was like, I want to live a private life. This is not who I am. But it shows that by me sharing and speaking and just, you know, talking about the things that I'm interested in, those are how, that's how the invitations come in. So yeah, what's your human design? I want to know. I'm a generator. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah so I also. really well together. 
Yeah. Okay. It makes yeah. sense because I'm like, our energy just, I feel like it clicks so well. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's funny because I also kind of have to wait for an invitation in my own way as a generator. And you know what? I don't know if all of our listeners know so much about human design. I need to have more episodes on this because it keeps coming up. <laughs> it keeps oh coming God. up in interviews. And yeah, so I apologize, listeners, if it sounds unfamiliar, but check it out. Human design is really fun. Yeah. But it, I think it's everyone benefits from hearing about how you decided to announce what was going on and what your what your specific experience was with that. Still so cool to hear, no matter if you know about human design or not. So I wanted to make sure to ask about that. But yeah, I, I would love also to talk about period culture too with you since that's such a big part of status flow. So yeah, something that really sticks out to me about your story and about how you talk about how menstrual cycle relates to our society, re relates to the patriarchy. Well, first of all, you say, you know, people are always talking about how PMS or depression or burnout is normal, or it's normal to feel awful before your periods. Like, can we start there? It's not normal. It's unhealthy, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, Again, it's just there's so many layers to be unraveled and so many parts of you to be de deconditioned to the information that you've been told that you've believed to be true. And it's not your fault if you think that PMS is normal or if you think that, you know, burning out every single month is just like, oh, OK, well, you know, I've got things to do, got to keep it moving. And I'm speaking from a place of this is how I used to operate. Right. I used to operate from do, 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 do. How many things can I fit into one day until I'm absolutely exhausted, but I feel like I've done something, right? That that level of productivity that is just so unhealthy. And no, these things aren't normal. PMS is common. 80% of women or people who menstruate have or experience PMS in some part, part, part of their life. But PMS is like a big old red flag to say something is off something's off here, right? I am in disharmony. And you know that because you feel that within your body, you feel that disconnect. You don't feel that that flow, that balance. And flow and balance, by the way, as well, can sound like very like elusive words. What do they actually mean? I always say that flow is the opposite of control, right? There's so many things that we're trying to hold onto and control. Mm -hmm. The more that I do, right, then I'll be able to have. And it's like, no, can we just be for a minute? Because flowing is all about just, being right knowing who you are here to be and then you can go out and do the things that you need to do so that you can have the life that you want to live right so yeah those things aren't normal and if it's the first time you're hearing that and you're like what <laughs> then it's all good you're now initiated into this world this wonderful world where you're going to be able to journey back to yourself yeah. Oh, cool. It's yeah, it's such an empowering, such a relieving thing to hear. No, it's not normal. And it's like, and we have control to change that too. Like we are, we have the power to change that, like you say, which is so cool. Yeah. You also make a point to talk about how the disconnect that society has with the menstrual cycle has to do with the patriarchy and just overall disrespect to the menstrual cycle, which I think is so cool. We talk a lot about unnecessary societal pressures here and unhealthy societal culture. So would you like to talk about how this societal disrespect can show up in our everyday lives? Well, think about it, you know, let's take, let's just say that we both 
work I don't know do you work full-time are you do this full-time I don't know whatever yeah let's just talk about people who have to go into a job where they're an employer Mm -hmm. and I remember in times where I would wake up in the morning and I'd feel that shift in energy that kind of like I've gone down a gear or I've entered that hell week of my PMS I mean of my PMDD and automatically even though my body was screaming out you need to rest you need to rest take this time slow down take your foot off the gas look after yourself bundle yourself up in love and know that it's okay to rest what did I do I felt guilt Mm. right we why do we feel guilt for when our bodies are trying to communicate with us that we need to slow down that is that's that's an oppressive system that you are living in because you own your body no one else no one else is going to look after your body but you. No one's going to come at your door and say, hey, Emily, today is the day that you are allowed to rest. No one's going to knock at your door and say, Emily, rest today. You have to be able to discern that for yourself. And that's what's really important. And I feel like, you know, if we're going to talk about the patriarchal system, 5,000 years of this, right, or more, mm-hmm. where to menstruate was seen as sorry, now to menstruate is seen as something that we should kind of cover up and hide. Whereas 5,000 years ago, right, the menstrual cycle was sacred. You know, women would go out into these red tents where they would commune and hold fellowship for each other and have sisterhood. And the men would bring food to the tents for the women so that they could, you know, rest and activate these higher powers which we still have but they're dormant in our bodies right so it's like when did you decide that you should feel guilty for listening to yourself mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. such a mind kind of like it's like a mind I want to say my fuck oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on here sorry go ahead <laughs> go ahead yep but yeah and it's like you know I personally believe that we should be able to call our employers and say I need I need to take my menstrual leave today because you're suffering in silence when you travel into work how is that affecting your energy and your aura and the light that you are meant to be shining so brightly when you have this guilt and this shame and this pain within your energetic field when you're then going out into the world of it what does that create it creates more shame it creates more guilt it creates more disharmony and disruption whereas if we we flip it and we're like no actually I'm going to wrap myself in a cloak of compassion and grace and surrender and look after myself because I have this inbuilt time to rest which is my menstrual phase and the latter half of my luteal um, phase then what does that create we were talking about earlier overflowing joy and love and divinity and essence and all of these good things because you know that you are the most important person because how you feel is going to affect someone else. And uh, yeah, that's how I feel. Mm, Yeah. Oh my gosh. This whole time. I usually really like to, I like to allow the speaker to say, to say what they need to say without saying, yeah, totally. But I couldn't help myself. I was like, "Mm, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Totally. And it, it has so much, 
to like what you're saying, we are trusting therefore, okay. So when we let our bodies do what our bodies want to do, when we give ourselves the rest we need, when we let go of control, we're also trusting the universe source, God, whatever created this part of ourselves that is menstruating, right? And when we do that, that's when all the stuck feelings leave. That's when a lot of the health issues leave. That's when a lot of the imbalance leaves. That's when a lot of the like life crises leaves because like we're going in flow, like you say, and when you're going in flow, you are like trusting source or God. And when you do that, things life just gets like, what? It can be this, it can feel this good, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. It can feel this good. And it's not either or it's not like, oh, because I feel like this, that means I can't have this now. No, it's like you get to have this and that, right? You get to look after yourself and look after others because you've looked after yourself. You get to love yourself more and love others more, right? So, yeah. Totally. And that's another really special part of status flow, right? It's a collective. It's not individualized, which is really really special. And was that part of, do you feel that was part of your intuitive message sources message to make it a collective? And I know you've touched on briefly before, like the collective awakening. Is that something that you felt from source? Emily, I feel so seen by you. Honestly, I feel so seen, like you have seen parts of this expression that some people, many people haven't. And I'm just so grateful that we're having this conversation because yes, exactly. I'm not here to pipe pipe everyone down to the menstruation power station, right? I'm not here to do that. I'm here to speak, share, and then something ignites within someone else. And then they are able to speak, share, and then something else ignites. And it's just that flow, right? I cannot do this work by myself. I need as many people as possible just, you know, shaking off that that bias, that unconscious bias that they have because the minute, and it's not like the minute we do that, all of a sudden, la, 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 everything's <laughs> amazing. But it's like, this is happening. This is happening right now. The field is so expansive and it's growing and it's, led by some incredible leaders who are so free and they're liberating and they're going out doing the work and they're liberating others. And I just, I get goosebumps thinking about it because can you imagine a place where we are all free, right? And it's one of my favorite quotes. And when I first started Status Flow, I I had it up on, my desk used to be over there, but I had it up on my um, vision board And it came back to me, not last night, the night before. And it was a quote by Nelson Mandela. And he says, free yourself, free others and serve every day. Mm. It starts with you. It doesn't start outwardly. It has to start with you. So you're, you're freeing yourself, whatever it is that you've been chained to or feeling like you can't change, seeing it differently and then going out and freeing others. And that is service. So, yeah. Oh, that 
So beautiful. I had goosebumps by the, like the whole time you were talking, by the way, (laughs) I can feel that. Yeah. There's so much magic and I'm so, I'm so grateful to be having this conversation with you. It's, it's, it's so eye-opening for all of us. And also it just speaks to the part of ourselves. Everybody wants that. Everyone wants to feel connected with people on a, on a good level, on a positive high level and on a genuine level in a very human way, but then in a very like non-human spiritual way and you speak to that when you talk you know yeah yeah exactly I'm a non-human spiritual it's like my human side is here but like I have to remember I have this subtle energy that is so connected to everything and everyone and that is what we want to awaken that's what we want to that's the power right that is the power totally oh my gosh absolutely yeah it's so like I feel like having my period makes me feel so grounded and I started to feel that way when I after I took your training so when I when I realized that oh my gosh like I can rest (laughs) this was like a year ago folks like which Fianna and I were talking about it was like about a year ago maybe a little bit less but it wasn't that long ago when I was like oh I can like just lay all day and enjoy that on my period. And that just completely changed, changed my life, how I felt. So the reason why I say that is I, I just, it makes me feel very grounded to be able to do that at that, at this point in my life, eat good food and rest. It just makes me feel like, like base, go back to baseline. But because of that, it's like connecting with with nature to become more spiritual, right? It's super grounding to be in nature, but it can bring up these spiritual awakenings, right? Oh my God, Emily, it's talking my language. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's like, it again, like I always say, there's no coincidence that there are four phases of your menstrual cycle that align with the seasons of this planet spring Mm. summer autumn winter we are all interconnected and we are one with Gaia we are one with the earth and I love that you said that it makes you feel grounded because that's exactly what it's meant to do it's it's meant to bring you back to earth bring you back to your body which is whole in every single part right so yeah Oh, that's so cool. Oh my gosh. And and I love that you bring up the seasons now because I would love to talk a little bit about that. Like you also say, Viani, that we are cyclical beings living in a cyclical world. And when we think about seasons, that's cyclical. So would you like to talk about that a little bit more? Like how we are cyclical beings and how our world mirrors that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's like, it still blows my mind every time I think about it. Because even though, like, as a soul, I'm like, yeah, of course that happens. Like, of course we're cyclical beings. Of course we, you know, move with the seasons of life and all of these amazing things. But as a human, I'm like, what? We can actually, like, you know, change and move and all these things. So, like I said, there's four seasons of your, there's four phases of your menstrual cycle and there's four seasons that we have on Earth. And it's like, there are these five hormones that are running the menstrual cycle experience for you. And you've probably heard of some of them. Estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, follicular stimulating hormone, FSH, and luteinizing hormone. Now, these hormones, the, the blends of them, they change up to four times during the course of your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. So now knowing that your ho- hormones control everything, your mood, your vitality, your health, how you think, how you speak, how you show up, how you communicate, everything. Now knowing that those hormone blends are shifting and changing, 
every single week during the course of your menstrual cycle, it makes you wonder, why do I think I need to be the same person all the time? Because this sameness isn't serving you. This sameness isn't serving or supporting you. So now knowing that we change four times during the course of your menstrual cycle, and to add to that, our brain changes up to 25% during the course of your menstrual cycle as well. And these shifts that we're experiencing, those different phases, are so magical. They're so magical. And I just, I love talking about the seasons because again, I'm an earth sign as well, right? So I'm a Virgo. So I'm like, yes, let's talk about the earth. (laughs) Um, So spring, when you think about spring, what are you thinking about, Emily? Oh, like new growth, blossoming, becoming warmer, becoming sunnier. Yeah, like new birth, I think right? New birth. Let's just, let's just take that and just run with it because new birth. So prior to spring is winter and that is a death, right? That's the death of the old you, right? Because you are shedding, you are releasing, you are letting go. And then comes spring. And that spring is a new birth of you. It's a new experience of your expression of life. And with that, it's like so many amazing things are happening here biochemically and also physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. You feel different at all of these different phases of your cycle on a spiritual level, on an emotional level, on a mental level, physical level. So spring is that time where you are activated again and you are back in, not like you're never not activated, but it's like a new kind of initiation, right? Where you're back in the world and then you go into summer right? What does summer bring up for you? Warmth, flourishing, being like, okay, so for us, it would like be being outdoors as humans. So like being out and, and yeah, I think those, I think those qualities. Exactly. And it's like being outdoors with humans, like we need that connection. This whole pandemic has really not only shifted how we communicate with each other, but it's also shifted loads of things with us within our biological um, systems it's affected our brain health our gut health all so many things that we're just not aware of consciously but yeah summer summer is about just being seen right being visible connection community like magnetism and you can feel those changes in your body if you pay attention and if you start working to you know align with your cycle and do all these incredible things that you can do and also be the most perfect expression of you that you can be when you allow, when you like welcome this in, right? It's an experience. Autumn or fall, what you'd say. I will immediately. So I'll do some channeling, Viani, at, at this point in my life. And immediately what, what my guides just told me was inner being turning inward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think maybe that's a good one. And just, yeah, obviously cooling down on a practical level, but they really wanted to, they really wanted me to say turning inward and inner being. That is perfect. And that is exactly what that has been designed for. Like our menstrual cycles, again, aren't some wacky experiment. That's been like, oh, you know, maybe we'll make them do this. And no, it's it's been intricately designed to function in a way that allows you to be everything that you can be. And your that inner being, that turning inwards is linked to, you know, feminine energy. 
right? So the spring and the summer is a lot of doing, is a lot of outward facing lights out, you know, push, you're pushing your energy outwards. And then when you, when you go to your inner autumn or your fall, you're bringing that light back inwards. You're going back to that remembering. You're going back to, okay, who am I? Why am I here? Let's ground down. Let's just turn inwards. Let's slow down. That's what we're not doing enough of. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Sorry, what did you say? Then I was like, and then winter, but no, let elaborate if you want to. Oh no, I was just saying, I think there was a delay. So I was, I was just like kind of processing. Yes, exactly. We're, we're expected to be this, we're expected to be in summer all the time, which I think is actually something I heard from you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we, we try to hold on because it's such, it's the, it's the shortest season in the menstrual cycle concept, but it's, you know, it's three to five days and we just try to hold on to that masculine energy, that outward facing energy that, you know, do, 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 and, you know, going, going, going energy all the time. And that's what creates burnout when you don't realize that you've shifted into a new season because you're trying to still hold on to the coattails of that summer when really your body is like, can I just get a minute, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I just get a hot minute? Totally. So, yeah. Winter. What's winter same for you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cold inside, like inner warmth, like inner comfort. Mm, right. Warmth. Mm-hmm. Comfort. Not only does this um, align with the food that you're supposed to be eating during this time. Actually, I'm going to just reframe that. Not the foods that you're supposed to be eating, but the foods that I would invite you to start experimenting with during this time, warming foods, comfort foods that are going to allow your body to remineralize itself with the iron that's been, you know, your, when you're bleeding, it's draining on your reserves. We need that warmth. We need that comfort. We need to slow down. We need to take time to rest and tune into the superpower that you have during the, your inner winter, which is wisdom and clarity. You hear so much and you're able to see through all of that cloudiness when you bleed. That's why when you bleed, you're like, oh, thank God, got my period. All that build up, all that energy that's been building up, it's like, ah, oh, and now we can release and now we can rest. And now we are having like some sort of like metaphorical death as we birth ourselves into the new cycle. So cool. And that kind of also explains why if we see our period and we're like, oh, no, not this again, or oh, this like ruins my plans. That also is like it goes back to the control and it goes back to, you know, the opposite of flow, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Okay. So how can our listeners go about connecting more with their seasons and connecting more with their cycle and being in that, being in that place of connection with their bodies. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like it's very easy for me to say, and then you feel like this and then you go into spring and then you go into summer and it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows and flowers. And it's like, first of all, you have to get really honest with yourself because anything that you commit to you're instantly sending out a signal to the universe that you are ready to expand and to evolve, right? So I feel like it's really important to kind of preface this by saying you need to engage with this. It's not something that you can just pick up 
And then, you know, like I say, if you get a, a period app, oh, yeah, I've got a period app. But then if I say to you, well, where are you in your cycle right now? And you're like, oh, I don't know. It's like engage with it because the clarity is going to come from when you engage with it. So start tracking your cycle. And the best way to do that is to, first of all, the day one of your cycle is the day that you are bleeding, that full flow blood. Then you can just count forward, right? Normally you bleed for about three to seven days, depending, everyone's going to be different. That's one thing I would say. So the, the time that you're bleeding is your menstrual phase. And then when you stop bleeding, that's your follicular phase or your spring, should I say, right? How you know you're moving into ovulation is you've got to check your knickers. You have got to check your knickers because what you're going to notice, and this is something that I want to talk about because I feel like for so long, I thought, you know, as a teenager growing up, I thought there was something wrong with me because I had different discharge throughout the month. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? How come now it's like this and now it's really wet and now it's dry? didn't make that connection right so when you start feeling more wet when you start having more wetness in your in your knickers or your under underwear whatever you want to call it that is an indication that you are moving into your ovulation phase and just pay attention because those three to five days where you are having more wet like having more cerv- it's cervical fluid right and it's like magic that is your ovulation phase right And you may notice as well that you have more sexual energy during this time. You are wanting to talk to people more. You are wanting to be more expressive. That is your ovulation. That's how you can start seeing, okay, these are my seasons. How are they lining up? Then you're going to feel a shift in energy where you're just going to feel a little bit more inward. And that's okay. Maybe your energy's kind of slowed down a little bit. Pay attention to that. And what I want, would love for you to do is to just write down keywords that you feel during each season. It doesn't have to be a novel. It doesn't have to be no 8,000 page essay. Just write down how you feel each day. The one or two words, right? It can just be like, I feel terrible. I feel so excited, right? Just start there because that is opening up the kind of gateway to curiosity you're like oh okay so I felt like this on this day I wonder if I'm going to feel like this next cycle Mm -hmm. and then it becomes this game right it becomes this game of like finding yourself more and you get better at it you learn so much you're able to process your emotions in a way that is supportive you know you're able to see every element of your emotions whether it's sadness anger hurt fear guilt and know that it's okay because this too shall pass but what are you going to do with the information that you get from the from your emotions what are you going to do with it how are you going to allow that to move you forward in the direction of your purpose right so yeah start there <laughs> mm, how cool fun and yeah folks like those who are listening i started doing this after i started learning from viani and it changed every it yeah it changed my life it changed my health it changed how i viewed my body it's crazy this this practice that Viani teaches can change every facet of your life because we are partially governed by our monthly cycles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So before we get into how we can work with you, the new stuff that you're cooking up for us to support and learn from, I do want to touch on, this is something that we talked about before we started recording. Vianney is, is um, kind of exploring some, some new depths of sexual health. And you have been, you mentioned that you were kind of called to, or you were kind of going with the flow into sexuality and sensuality. Can you tell us a little bit about like what you are experiencing? Yeah. And it's, it's so new. It's so fresh. It's literally like this week, right? It's been what, less than a week where I have been just, the only way I can describe it is activated. So I'm going to tell, I haven't shared this yet and I haven't even shared it on my Instagram with my uh, community on an email, nothing. So I'm going to tell you what happened. So in this kind of 40 day challenge to practice a Kundalini meditation called Ha Meditation. And I've been doing that. I think I'm on day 12. And I remember I had tried, I attempted to do this back in 2019. And I think I'd done like two days or three days. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what this means. Why am I doing this? Slapping my hands together and chanting. And I just kept on feeling that call. I just kept on feeling that call to explore Kundalini a little bit more. And I've got a really good friend on Instagram. You should check her out. She's like Kundalini queen. Her name's PS I'm Ella on Instagram. And her and I have just, again, we've just got such a, like, a, a sacred connection. And I just said to her, like, I, I want to know more about Kundalini. And we just had a chat on Zoom a couple, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, you should, you know, check some of these videos out that I've got for you. Like, just watch some of these things. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Again, following my intuition because it was calling me kept on like I have kundalini music that comes up on my Spotify and I'm like oh I didn't even realize like that's what I've been listening to so anyway I actually had an an experience called kundalini activation process and it's it's just like relaxing and just like meditating and you're just like laying down and there's this kundalini activation facilitator who is able to draw up energy that you have that is laying dormant in your body. Now, for those of you that don't know what Kundalini is, and I'm not an expert, like, don't quote me. This is still fairly fresh and new to me, but I'm just excited to share it. And Kundalini is is life force energy. So all it is, is life force energy that that lies at the base of your spine. And when it's awakened and activated, you are able to experience new depths of consciousness and it takes you more on like a spiritual journey and this is just from my experience I'm sure there's so much more to it but again like I said it's still fresh and new so I'm going to say to anyone who's listening to this take what resonates and just leave what doesn't right because this might not be for everyone and that's fine this is my truth so I had this process and I cannot even describe to you what it was like because it's like one of those ones where you have to be there. But all I know is that I felt this energy stirring within my body. And like without me even, you know, attempting, I was just surrendering to the process. My body was moving itself in ways that I'd never seen it move before. I started doing these mudras that I'd never even learned about before. And it was just fascinating. And they're playing like this, like really cool, like lots of different music. Anyway, so I was just like, okay, that was really cool. I can't explain what that is all about, but that was fun. And it was relaxing and I feel really good. So, you know, 
And over the past couple of days, or maybe so the past week, I have just felt this new level energy. That's the only way for me to describe it. I felt this new energy, which has allowed me to tap into my sacral chakra. So I do a lot of chakra clearing with my clients and I've, I've always been very much interested in the chakra system. And I, I go to energy first, right? When I'm working. So I was like, I'm going to tap into my, my sacral and your sacral chakra is the energy center connected to your, I was actually talking about this today on my Instagram, connected to your creativity, it's created, um, connected to your sensuality, your sexuality, you know, where you can birth new ideas and businesses and even actually produce a baby, right? So that's your sacral. And if it's blocked, maybe not the best word to use, if it's stagnant, if the energy in there isn't flowing through you and to you, it's very difficult for you to be more expressive. It's very difficult for you to be more creative, to use that energy that you have in a way that allows you to create more intimacy with yourself and with the people around you. What I find so interesting is that this energy that I've kind of activated I'm now able to use it in a way where I'm able to channel so much more easier I don't have to think about what I'm saying this is all coming out through source right and to touch back on the sensuality and the sexuality piece so I grew up in a in a a Christian valued family And sex wasn't really spoken about. We didn't really talk about sex, but I've always known deep down I'm a very sexual person, right? So I suppose what's happening now is that I'm experiencing these new levels of sensuality and self-pleasure and sex and being able to use the energy in a way that makes me feel like an absolute goddess. And again, linking it back to the menstrual cycle, what will this unravel when I go into my fall or when I go into my spring or when I go into my summer or when I go into my autumn how is this going to look so again I'm experimenting using my intuition seeing what comes up sharing my experiences and then hopefully not hopefully I know this will happen I'll make a connection on how I can tie it into the work that I do and how I can teach people to connect with themselves on a much deeper level and create from a place of again power but it's like sexual power how cool so cool it's so (laughs) cool and thank you so much for sharing this new information with us it's such an honor to to hear that from you how special is this energy like it's i i can feel all of this really fresh connected this new blossoming of an idea that that energy is so communicative and contagious. So thank you so much for that. And I just love this topic so much. I have also been starting to dig into it. Okay, so I'm going to start here. The, the, <laughs> the phrase that comes to my mind when I think about this, this style of sex or this relationship to sexuality is like, holistic sexuality or spiritual sexuality. So this is a very like hash, these are very hashtaggy phrases, but that's what they, that's what came to mind as like a relatable way to, 
to communicate this type of sexuality. Mm. And I think it's so important. And we are about to go through so many levels of awakening with this because that's the thing. Like sex is so complicated when we try to make it what it's supposed to be in our society, but it's so much deeper than that because right? Like, like you say, Viani, like we have this, this spiritual connection, like we have this power, like we are these magical beings that also transfers into the sex that we have, the sex that we experience and our sexual relationship with ourselves. Mm -hmm. It can be a a spiritual awakening and a sexual awakening, right? It is spiritual and it is sexual and it is so much bliss. And just, again, it's like, I feel like I'm having a relationship with myself, like this new relationship with myself. And it's, it's pretty powerful. I'm excited to see where it goes. And yeah, it's, I'm just, as you can tell by my face, I'm like smile. I'm just lit up by it. I'm just excited to see like who's interested in how they can use their, you know, sacral energy to their sexual energy and it goes back to the masculine and feminine because the the energy that the kundalini um awakens is that feminine energy is that shakti energy right and that is the feminine and then the masculine is the shiva right so it's like that is again it's linked to the cycle we have the yin we have the yang we have the masculine we have the feminine we have the shakti we have the shiva the sun we have the moon like it is just all and everything Totally. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. I could sit here for four more hours. I could sit here for the rest of the day. (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So, I mean, yes, we could keep going. I'm going to respect your time, Viani. And I'm wondering now, well, I do have one more question and we can keep it as short as you would like, but I do like to ask all of my guests what they think the root of health is. What is the baseline of health? What is the source of health? Oh, what a great question. Oh, okay, let me just feel into this right now. What is the root of health? So I just one word just dropped in, and it's just remembering. I think the root of health is remembering who you are and that you're here for a reason. And yeah, I think the root of health is remembering, remembering, remembering who you are and why you're here. You don't even know, you don't even have to know why you're here. You just have to remember that you are not an accident. Right? There's no accidents at all. There's no accidents. You are here for a reason. Remember that you are not just a human being. You are, you are a soul having a human experience, right? And when you remember this, oh my goodness, it's like, yeah, it's something else. So that's what I think. It is. That's so beautiful. I could cry right now. (laughs) It's really, really beautiful. (sighs) Lovely. Viani, how can we work with you? Where can we find you? If you would like to talk, Viani has a new mastermind out and I would love to hear a little bit about it if you have, if you have the space. Yeah. So I've just released a new masterclass called the power of your menstrual cycle. And it's five ways to replace pain with creativity peace oh maybe I should add pleasure in there for part two Um, to replace pain with peace creativity and productivity and I just always have to say when I'm speaking about productivity you know now obviously by listening that I'm not talking about that hustle productivity I'm talking about aligned sustainable nourishing productivity that works for you and your unique design 
So you can watch that now just by going to the link in my bio. My Instagram is at statusflow.co. I have, yeah, so in that masterclass, just to give you a little bit of a nugget. So you're going to learn why you stop dreading your period, which you've kind of just, you know, you know a bit about, about that now. Why you stop dreading your period and what actually happens once you do. How to revolutionize your cycle for creativity and su- success, even if you don't have a regular cycle. We talk about the moon and all of that, which we didn't even touch on today. And a mindset shift that you need to kind of awaken to so you can start living more intentionally with your cycle and so much more. I filled it with so much golden nuggets, goodness and greatness. And I'm super excited for people to watch that anytime they want. And I've got a YouTube, like I said, it's Status Flow Collective and my podcast, The Periods and Power Moves podcast. And yeah, I'll be bringing back my signature program, Flow Zone Alchemy, very soon. And that is how you're able to maximize the magic of your monthly cycle. And if you're interested in working with me on a one-to-one basis where we go really, really deep, not only with cycle alignment, but energy healing and spirituality and, you know, creating this energetic magnetism force that you have within you, then just reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being with me today, Vianney. Thank you for your time. And it's just such an honor to have you here. What an incredible conversation. I don't think I've ever had this many goosebumps throughout an interview. <laughs> and you're just <laughs> super magical. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I have had the best time with you, honestly. We need to talk more. Yes. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you loved this interview with Vianney Lee, certified life and success coach, menstrual cycle alignment expert, and the host of the Periods and Power Moves podcast. I have all of Vianney's contact information linked in the show notes. So check out the show notes to find out how to work with her, how to listen to the Periods and Power Moves podcast, and how to follow her on social media. And if you did love this episode, subscribe to this podcast or leave a rating and review or share this podcast with your community. Let's spread the word about holistic health and the power that we can access inside of ourselves. And if you'd like to book an intuitive body reading session with me, head to the link in my bio on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. I am Emily Kosick, intuitive health coach and CEO of Root Awakening. Thank you so much for listening to this interview. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for supporting natural health. And I cannot wait to hear from you soon. See you on the next episode, folks.